0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/metaverseimpact. Ariana got so into it at some point she was pulled up her mini skirt and was like smacking her butt against like a stripper's butt, like legit, like With a sex face. Like, her face, like, said sex. (laughs) This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. So you know when you're, like, watching my stories and you're like, damn, I wish I could hear her, like, for... Longer than 15 second clips. Well, welcome to your lucky day. It is me, Amanda. So, yeah, so Liko today wanted to recap Bachelor of Vanderpump Rules and talk about our favorite celebs per usual. So let's start with some celeb stuff and then we'll get into the important Bachelor Nation and this fuck of a season. And Vanderpump Rules season eight where they're grown up, they have money, but they're still making Poor decisions. Firstly, Selena Gomez is coming out with a beauty line called... Surprise! Rare! Rare beauty. I'm kind of sick of celebrities coming out with makeup lines. I have to be honest. I thought her explanation of Rare as a single and an album made so much sense. It was so beautiful, uh, the way she explained it. I think I posted it in in my stories, uh, the way she... You know, she wanted to convey that each person is an individual and they're rare and they're unique in their own way and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Totally get it. Totally love it. But, you know, when stars and celebrities come out with lines of some sort, you want to at least like – you know, it should be something that immediately correlates with that person. If it's a person that works out a lot, then okay, start a fitness, you know, line, whatever. If you're a person that uses a lot of makeup, like I know I'm not the biggest Kylie fan right now, but she was overlining her lips and she started a lip kit. Like, you know, it's sunny, it's hot, like makes sense. I don't think any of us think of Selena Gomez and go wow, like her makeup routine, like she's usually pretty down to earth, like on her day to day. Um, She's not a, doesn't seem like a big, huge makeup person that spends hours, you know, gluing her own eyelashes, extensions or whatever. So confused by it, it's going to be with Sephora. So I'm sure Sephora just wanted to profit on her a hundred gazillion million followers. So wish her luck with that, but kind of over it. I feel like A lot of celebrities started companies that made sense. Like Jessica Alba started Honest and it is fucking booming. Like that's a good ass company. But not everyone needs to. Like aren't you making enough money? Like one Instagram ad of hers can like buy a house. So I don't really understand the need to constantly be doing shit, but maybe that's because like <laughs> I can have lazy tendencies. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not actually lazy. But sometimes I don't get the 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 like greed and the want to do more, want to do more. Like you don't have to have a beauty line. Like I don't get it. Speaking of other things, I don't get. Sophia Richie was asked if she's going to be on Keeping Up next season. We got a little little teensy weensy glimpse of her in this season which all I was obsessing over was seeing if she you know when and how she was dueling and the relationship and awkwardness between her and Courtney but actually she came out kind of likable and mature for her age because she's like a baby but she did say she was not going to be returning to keeping up and she actually said the reason is that she wants to get back into Acting. Yeah. Um, remember the worst Instagram ad of all time that I put up? Like, wouldn't call that Oscar winning, but yeah, pretty sure even for Sophia Richie, it'll be hard to transition to an actor. Wanted to also talk about, I mean, you know, not even talk about really like just breeze through this breeze on by. I actually tried to ignore this, but my followers you know, know the shit I'm into. So all of you were sending me this, and I was like, I guess I have to address it, is that uh, Andy Cohen posted, like, a selfie with Tyler C., Tyler Cameron. They were at, like, a fashion event together, sitting together, and he even captioned it, like, date night. Obviously, Tyler is freaking loving it. I also heard that he said in some interview that, like, Andy is going to allow him to like shadow him or something. I don't know. It's creeping me out. You know, that relationship sort of started with Tyler C like just commenting up the wazoo, like on Andy Cohen's photos. Like, what are you trying to do? Like aside from being a shirtless bartender on watch what happens live, like what are your intentions? Like, do you want your own Bravo show? Like your own queasy show isn't enough, Tyler. God, architecture coming soon. But no, he pisses me off. You guys know this. Wouldn't it be so funny if I ever, like, interviewed him on the podcast? Just because he's, like, a thirst monster, and I'm sure you guys, he's not going to settle down or have a real girlfriend or a serious one for another, like, 10 years. Uh, Yeah, he's not there at all, and his whole stint on Hannah's season was for exactly what's happening in his life right now. Um, And he definitely cares more about Matt James than about, you know, having a relationship but we all believed him. We were all duped. We were all rooting for him. So, you know. Jamila Jamil comes out as queer. You know, I really like when celebrities make statements and do things that give maybe hope or inspiration to other people. And the way she went about it was, you know, was, was great. Yeah, she's in a relationship with a man and felt the need to say that to the world. And that's great. She's in a relationship with James Blake. She got backlash over criticism for being cast in a new LGBT interest show. She's going to be a judge on a new unscripted voguing show contest called Legendary, and that news prompted an online backlash from people who said she's not a representative of the black LGBT community. This is what kind of prompted her to issue a statement addressing her sexuality. You know, she was saying that Twitter is brutal, which I have heard before, and that's why I steer freaking clear. Like, it is a different world on Twitter. But yeah, she came out as queer because of that criticism. So good for Jamila Jamil. Keep on doing God's work and hating on, you know, the Kardashians for selling us uh, 50. Um We'll be right back with some more. So you probably already know... That using deodorants that have like aluminum, parabens, sulfates isn't good for you. And it's best really, really to use a deodorant that doesn't contain aluminum. And I've told you before on here and on my Instagram how much I love Native. Native is a deodorant formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. It's vegan, never tested on animals. It's made with ingredients we know of, have heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. I started with their classic scent, coconut and vanilla, which I love. It's also their most popular. But I decided to try the lavender and rose this time, and also love it. Just depends if you like a little sweeter, if you like a little more freshy. There's something for everyone. For twenty percent off your first purchase, visit Native nativedeodorant.com and use promo code NSBNF. That's NSBNF during checkout. Before we get into like Vanderpump roles, I did wanna like it's so funny. So one of my followers sent me a message saying that there's some podcast, I'm not gonna name its name, that she's pretty sure is talking shit about me. Obviously, I'm a petty ass bitch, and I was like, which one? What minute? Like, give it to me. (laughs) When to check it out, thinking that like, you know, my follower must be crazy. Why would anybody talk about me in a you know negative way? And then I listened to it. Luckily it was in the first few minutes of the show, and and basically, the podcast is about Vanderpump Rules. I don't know anything about the hosts of the show. Just uh, listen to them saying they are really fed up with people that call themselves, you know, lovers and big fans of Vanderpump Rules, but they only started watching it not too long ago or, you know, didn't watch it from the very beginning at the time that it was released. And that, you know, they, they what made it, so obvious it was about me is that they said there's this one person who binged all of Vanderpump like last year. aka me calls herself like a really big promoter of Vanderpump rules, AKA hashtag VPR ambassador and likes to say that the success from the show came from her, which is like for jokes is when I'm like Bravo should pay me even though bra- Bravo should probably pay me. And they were just kind of mean about it. They said that the person they were talking about steals content from the show and like trying to say that, like, if I recapped the show, that's not actually creating anything or something and saying that if I'm not criticizing the cast galore, then that's not being an actual fan. Something literally crazy sick. Obviously, I give it attention on my stories because when I post like good reviews of my podcast or messages that I get from you guys that are really 99% sweet, amazing, I live for them. There is a some percentage that can be sucky, and I want to show both sides. And also, I'm a human. I'm a sensitive ass bitch, and it's not fun to hear that, and I need to share it with the world. So I gave it a lot of attention a lot of space just because I think it's such bullshit and just because I also think that, you know, with the Super Bowl last week, and I, I remember even putting up a post about how you know, great of a time it is for women and how it really made me emotional one day watching Miss Americana, uh, listening to Demi Lovato's Anyone You know, just like Billie Eilish, then the Super Bowl performance, J-Lo, Shakira, you're like, fuck, like all these amazing women performing, songwriting, being creative, being artists. And I'm like, damn, like not one of the people I listened to today was a dude. Not one of the people I like look up to right now is a dude. That's amazing. Like it just felt really good. Not in a super feminist like way, in this like real, real way. So then a few days later to feel like, Just because we both like Vanderpump Rules and enjoy talking about it, you're going to like rip me a new one? Like, why? But then I discovered, you know, with uh, messages I got about that podcast that they basically are very, you know, bitter about almost everyone. They constantly uh, stalk and ridicule the cast and are even blocked by a lot of them. Yeah, the stalking part was funny. They literally went to like the Kentucky Castle where Jax and Brittany got married like before and like I think stayed in their room or something. I don't know, something really sick. They also walked around the neighborhood where they live, where the cast lives, with like a stroller pretending there's like a baby, something like sick, trying to take pictures. So I'm like, okay, like these are not the people that I need to be, you know, doing right by. But it just was like a thing where like why are you anti you know and and actually like I'll be honest my recapping binging posting uh storing Vanderpump rules from season 1 when I did it came so naturally and then became such a big part of my instagram kind of naturally and organically. And I really did, you know, to do my own horn, get so many people to watch the show. Like I get messages, people from Guatemala, Australia, Costa Rica. Like I'm not joking. People from legit all around the world. Because when I would post it, they would say, what show is this? I'd be like Vanderbilt Rules. And that's how I started with VPR Ambassador. Knowing fully and also laughing at myself saying, I'm seven fucking years late. And thank you guys for not calling me out on it, but better late than never. And, uh, you know, that actually created a connection with Bravo and getting to do cool things with them. So, you know, look who's... uh laughing now or I don't know what but support each other I know it's hard I get jealous of people too I try to admit it when that's the way I feel and maybe that's enticing negative behavior for me and I'm also not perfect I make fun of shit I talk about Kylie's ass that she bought that she feels the need to to film all the time like we're human it's fine but I can still take it personally when it's about (laughs) me but let's talk about Vanderpump Rules. I you mean, know, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. First of all, let's talk a little bit about season eight. Season eight, they're all adults. Most of them have homes. Most of them are in uh, relationships. Relationships not marriages. Most of them have money. Most of them are getting their makeup done, their hair done, eyelash extensions. And I don't know what my deal is with eyelash extensions today, because I feel like it would look less like if you just had like makeup on and not eyelashes like fake eyelashes, then it wouldn't look, it would look more natural. Like, why can't we have, like, a natural-looking makeup, people? But anyway, they are definitely, it's different than the first season when they were wearing just sur dresses and legit, like, no makeup, no underwear. So very, very different. But they're bringing it, of course, because even though they're grown up, they keep on doing, you know... They keep on doing shit. But I think what stood out to me the most this past episode, which was, you know, they're still in Miami. They're still at the bachelor or bachelorette party. They decided it was a good idea to the boys to legit transform into old men and then go to the strip club. Mind you, this is the second strip club. Like, must you? Like... I don't get it, but maybe I'm not like I'm literally as much as I love them. Like I'm not, that's not my style. And like we get it, trip club, bachelor, bachelorette, twice. Like you need to go twice. But before we saw the guys transform into old men, you know, we saw the the dinner where basically Kristen says to Katie, you know, you're not here for me, blah, blah, blah. I was here for you when Schwartz was fucking around. And that's just, like, the awkward emoji. Like, you know, I feel like Schwartz has always been so loved and so forgiven and so, like, oh, Schwartzy. And I do like him, but, you know, he has fucked up. And it wasn't given, like, a lot of light, like not, not too much attention was put on it. Like there was always something else going on or, and she did forgive him, but we never really know like exactly what happened. Like he was drunk. He blacks out. He doesn't remember, you know, needless to say, I hope he doesn't fuck up anymore. But Kristen, I mean, it was kind of a low blow to bring that up. Like a true friend wouldn't bring that up. Like that was to hurt her. You know, she could have just said, I was there for you when you were going through shit. Obviously Katie was like, fuck you proceeded to like at the strip club later, be like, to Schwartz like we don't talk to her anymore like she's cut which like I'm sure comes from her being super hurt because Kristen's saying that like listen do I understand Katie and Stassi for saying Kristen we're over your fucking shit all you do is cry about Carter but you're basically with him you don't admit he you're with him and being mad at her about that I can understand when a friend comes to you all the time you give her advice but she keeps on doing the same dumb shit of course and I, I can understand but at the same time it's like there is like being upset with her and saying like you're so annoying like and talking shit about her behind her back like a normal person then like being like mad at her and almost disowning her and and you know ruining an entire friendship over like the fact that she's being an idiot with this guy but that's where it seems to be going and we know in real life we obviously knew something had happened between the witches of weo stassi is much more tolerant of it she even then proceeded to have like a drunken makeup conversation with Kristen, saying like i love you like she was so sweet she's so emotional like she was just like, I love you. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter, like, anything. Like, I love you. Like, you're always going to be one of my best friends. And that was super sweet. And I loved seeing that. You know, the strip club scenes, like, Ariana got so into it. At some point, she was, pulled up her mini skirt and was, like, smacking her butt against, like, a stripper's butt. Like, legit, like, with a sex face. Like, her face, like, said sex. <laughs> Aside from that, you guys, not much else has gone on. I am really, you know, interested to see how the season progresses. We're going to see Jackson, and Brittany's wedding. Like, there is probably shit to come. There is probably shit to come. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk Bachelor. So there were not one, but two episodes of The Bachelor last week. Bachelor Nation say what? Oh, my God. No way. Oh, 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 my God. Which is crazy because I remember when the second episode was going to be on Wednesday, I was like, oh, it's probably like a filler episode. Like, it's not that urgent for me to watch. Like, you know, and then I fucking watched it. And it was even crazier than the Monday episode, the Wednesday episode shook 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 about the bachelor this season first of all let's talk about peter (laughs) just peter let's talk about peter and the fact that his face always looks like he's just like so upset like or upset or like pooping i don't know but like be a little happy you have 20 girls like wanting to have sex with you be a little happy about it like be a little you know just like stop sweating and you know grow up needless to say most of the girls are definitely there for fame and Instagram followers even Victoria F who like again I go back and forth because I want to like her because there's something very like real about her but it's like she keeps on proving me wrong so she basically he gave her another one-on-one date which is shocking because like so many girls hadn't so many girls, a few girls, have not even had a one-on-one date yet, and she gets two. That should mean a lot, and you should probably feel on top of the world. They had a good day, but at dinner, he was kind of like, where are you at? I want to know that you're here. Because Peter, if he doesn't get like, you know, you're not licking his asshole and telling your him like you're in love with him after two days, he gets insecure. And she's kind of like, eh. And he's like, tell me where you're at. And she's just like, I can't do this. Oh my God, I can't do this. Like, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to throw up. I can't do this. Leaves the table, goes into the bathroom. He's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I want to be here, which like, I love those conversations with like producers. Like, I just feel like they're the realest. Then she goes back out. He's like, tell me, like, what are you feeling? She's like, I just don't know. Like, and he's like, you put walls up. She's like, I put walls up. I don't know how he ended up giving her a rose. Like she said, like one, he literally fished out of her like one decent thing of like yeah I do want to be here and and he was like will you accept this rose just super weird again I want to like her but like you know at the end of the day as much as I fucking hate it you have to play the game if you're not there falling in love starting to fall in love beginning to fall in love like obviously like What is he going to do with you? Like date you like Cassie and Colton that aren't even, you know, living together? No, that would be dumb. Anyway, she's a big standout star of the season. Sadly, Victoria P disappointed me cuz I don't know if you guys remember, if you, you know, you watch my recaps, I think the first episode of The Bachelor I was like she's going to be a winner, like she's like a nurse or something and felt like she was like this good person, then we found out she has a new face which sort of deducted points, then we found out that she's like lying for some creepy reason about the fact that she does know Alea from like pageants and stuff pageants like how many fucking pageant girls do we need a season Peter didn't like that because it's like why are you lying like why are you being weird and basically uh, you could tell that their really strong connection from the beginning was kind of fizzling out she brought it up and then surprisingly shockingly he was like listen like don't see you as my wife like sorry bye really really shocking I was not expecting that I was expecting her to be kind of like kind of a finalist at least in the final five it did kind of say there were rumors that she left the show so she could crown her Miss Louisiana successor because it was just kind of like too perfect of timing that they had that random conversation she randomly you know because it was like a random conversation it wasn't like a rose ceremony it was kind of abrupt because like as much as he might not see her as his wife there are still other girls there that like do you see McKenna as your wife? Like, at that point, did you see Tammy as your wife? Um, do, you, do you see Natasha as your wife? Like, so it just seemed a little too convenient of a time. Aside from that, McKenna is literally 22 and crying, like, won't shut the fuck up. And it's like, I'm not getting time. He's not seeing me. Even though Tammy is coming for her. And Tammy, I feel like, don't try to be the villain of the season. A villain of a season has never won take it and learn. A villain of a season has never won. Has Corinne won? No. I don't remember other villains right now. But basically villains never, never, never win. Maybe you get some airtime. Maybe you're like playful. You don't win. So the fact that Tammy's, you know, strategy the past couple episodes was to call people out and like, you know, put them in their place. It's like not going to help you or like tell Peter that someone like sucks and he should you know know the real them like re Kelsey which is so shocking can we talk for a minute about how Kelsey is like just running on forward like champagne girl crazy psycho champagne girl Peter's just like loving her into her I'm kind of weirded out by it. I kind of don't believe it. She keeps telling him she's uh, falling in love with him. And he's like, my feelings are really strong. And I'm like, I don't know why I don't believe you. I don't see the chemistry. I don't see the heat. I don't see it. So he might just be keeping her around because she's like the only one who said that. Or, you know, we never know what else might be like the reason. But another shocking goodbye was to Sydney because they had a really really hot date even though she doesn't sound so smart their date was super on fags they have really great chemistry he said she was the best kisser i don't know it just seemed like why not keep her around like she's super hot you had fun with her like your makeouts were like you know sizzling he said bye to her. Like I was saying, McKenna was really, really upset that she didn't get any attention from him. Tammy tried to like tell Peter that she's there for the wrong reasons. and She's like creating hashtags, which sounded so like 2014. Like, what do you mean creating hashtags like McKenna for Bachelorette? Like what hashtag was she talking about? He basically like it felt to me like he was like kind of putting them in a two on one situation, But then there was, like, no rose. It was just like, okay, Tammy, not into you. Bye, McKenna. Like, I believe you that you're here for the right reasons. Stays, rose ceremony, flash forward 10 minutes. Bye, McKenna. Like... (laughs) I don't even know what to tell you. Aside from the fact that, like I said, I think all the girls on there are there for the wrong reasons. And it just became a fucking shit show of, you know, getting likes and verified on Instagram. I do think that it's also so mega produced, you know, just so has so many elements that don't feel... Real anymore Aside from just the, the people So I really 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 The only thing I care about for this season Is seeing how the fuck it ends Because I have no idea Aside from Maddie who's really cute And I know when I say that I like Maddie A lot of you are like But you know what? we can't forget that she like commented She, like, uh, created her own fan page and, like, commented from it on her own photo. Uh, If you guys remember, she commented, like, oh, my God, you're so genuine, sweet, and real. And then, like, it was from her own account. And then instead of owning up to it, she had someone comment and say, like, oh, it was me, like, accent logged into your account instead of, like, the fan account. And it was just like, no, 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 girl, 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 girl. But you know what? Even if she did, like she wanted more comments. Like no one said she was genuine and real and she wanted a comment that said she's genuine and real. Like I feel like that's a cute mess up. I don't know why. I'm not taking it as like disgusting. So she's like my number one right now and I'm really anti-spoilers and that's why I'm never going to share like, you know, spoilers with you. But I will tell you just like an observation that's weird is that Maddie is not verified. She has 663K and she's not verified. You know who else wasn't verified until he was bachelor? Peter Weber. So they have this weird thing because like Victoria is verified, Victoria Paul is verified, and Victoria F. Like, I don't know what it means, but it might mean something. So again, not spoilers. Don't get mad at me. It's just an observation that I made. In the Bachelor world, I've spoken a bunch about Caitlin Bristow and my, like, love-hate for her. I think I was, like, listening to her podcast at the beginning, really into her. I think I I saw, like, a bit of her season. It was before I was a full-on Bachelor fan, I don't know if to call it that, but you get me. And she was so cute. And I loved her like look and everything. And then just lately, like there have been a bunch of things that had pissed me off. Sometimes she didn't seem so supportive of other cast members that were doing it. Sometimes when she was being, she seemed a little fake. I don't know. I don't know. Not like I'm not, I don't know. I'm I'm somewhere in the middle of like, do I love her? Do I like not like her? But she just put up like a real Instagram thing where like all made up, but then like real and it's just like the wrong message because like she has so many cheek Fillers and like fake cheekbones and Botox and fillers. And it's like, you can't call that a fucking real Instagram, babe. Like, let me show you real Instagram, you know, when I wake up in the morning. Like, that's real Instagram. I don't know. It kind of pisses me off because, like, you can see so obviously that, you know, those cheekbones are like of an Instagram filter. And if you look at her, you know, old photos from when she was a bachelorette, like, it's entirely different and i just you know a lot of you have get me on it a lot of you have told me before that like you know whatever like except people that get fill and i've said it before the thing is with fillers is like i get what it's for like it's for filling wrinkles let's say for older people like Whatever. I don't get it for like, let's create fake cheekbones. Unless like your whole life, like you didn't have cheekbones, you know? Like I get saucy that she wanted a chin implant. Like she felt she didn't have a chin her whole life. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not anti plastic surgery in general. Like I'm just anti this, these like the fact that you're able to do so much to change and enhance your look. To the point that like everyone kind of looks the same Like tell me Cassie and Caitlyn Don't look the fucking same Tell me Kylie didn't morph into Kim Tell me Chloe isn't morphing Into fucking Jessica Rabbit Like I don't know It's getting a little over the top for me uh, Speaking about the Kardashian Jealous Stop That's it. We're done. Ben Simmons and Kendall were seen together. I think they even went together to the Super Bowl. Like, he posted a photo of, like, kind of, like, place cards, like, Kendall Jenner, Ben Simmons. And the thing is, like, I don't know why I don't care. Like, I don't care that she's dating him. He doesn't interest me. Like, there is no... I don't know if it's because I can sense the lack of, like, heat from here. Like, I don't know. There have been rumors that Kendall might be gay and... We've never seen her with a dude. I've never really seen her really make out with a dude. And, you know, sometimes I do think about it. I'm like, statistically, like, someone needs to be gay in the Kardashians. Or, like, even if I think about, you know, my own friend group or my husband's friend group, I'm like, statistically, like, one of you is not out because it can't be that all of you are straight. And and about the Kardashians, you're like, what, none of you are gay? No, really. Let's so Kendall, you know, step forward. Just kidding. We don't want to ever, ever, ever out someone that's why I'm just saying it's been talked about, but also that I've never seen her really have this like fiery chemistry with anyone. And even Ben Simmons, like for some reason, the photos look the same as when you see her walking around with your boy Fi or or whatever. So I don't know. But what we do know is that they weren't together and now it looks like they're back together. They were also seen on vacation. So that's pretty, pretty legit. Did want to talk about seasons Justin Bieber's seasons wait what's happening in Hollywood I remember last episode Arielle was like no there are only four episodes like seasons like four that's it they filmed everything they uploaded everything at once wrong 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 <laughs> wrong so there was another episode since then that I watched that actually was probably the realest because until episode five it was like him in the studio being like Pooh Bear like But this was more about His struggles With drugs as well Admitting to doing A variety of drugs He says popping pills He says smoking a lot of weed He said to the point That his like Security had to come Check his pulse In the middle of the night and, And you can only imagine How fucking bad that is And my heart literally Like shatters for him Because You know As opposed to Taylor Swift Where you see her documentary And she's a strong ass bitch Like You can tell Taylor Swift has, like, thank God for her. I'm happy for her. Her mental health is pretty strong. It seems like she's a strong cookie, you know, mentally and doesn't have those issues. And I'll say, and I'll be real, I'm really, really jealous of people like that, that have, I don't know, I kind of call it like a strong soul or something like, like, not that it's a bad thing to have a fragile soul, like I feel I do, but, but. A more fragile from the inside. Let's call it that way. And so is Justin. And so are a lot of people. And I feel like Taylor has a really strong core where, you know, it doesn't feel like she can have those bad, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but you can sort and, – and sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes the person that you're like, wow, they're so cool. They seem so chill, has anxiety, has depression. No way. People say it to me too, like you, like you seem so chill. You seem so happy all the time. You seem so funny and outgoing. Like I've seen a post about it, you know, about anxiety. Like that doesn't mean shit. Like with anxiety, you don't have to necessarily have depression, vice versa. So you can be happy and you could be good, but you can also – you know, have physical symptoms that make you feel like shit. You can also just, you know, you guys know, you guys know the deal I actually want to do. We're going to be doing a podcast about anxiety sometime soon. So uh, look out for that. Anyway, so it's really interesting to see where that all came from and kind of like him opening up, and, you know, he has that oxygen chamber that he goes into. He's doing all this. He's taking medication. Uh, he said that really without antidepressants, he can't get out of bed. That is so amazing of him to step forward, to say it, you know, to, to, to fans watching, you know, to normalize it. I'm really, really, really appreciative of, of that. Think it's, you know, if not, you thought Justin Bieber was just this like young punk peeing into like plants, like. No, something deeper was going on, you know, and and I think it's important for us to know what, and like that's what we kind of want to know with Brittany, like what was going on, Brittany, tell us, like do a documentary. Lily Reinhart from Riverdale, which I don't know if you guys remember because this was a long time ago, but I used to watch Riverdale like season one and two. Until the Gargoyle Kings came and, like, tree men and, like, weird-ass sci-fi shit. I liked when it was, like, high school kids, like, investigating a murder. But, like, I don't like sci-fi shit. Anyway, she's been very open, again, about, like, mental health and even, like, body image stuff. She wrote, she wants other young women to see her body on TV and feel comfort in the fact that she's not a size zero. She's not a perfect hourglass shape. A Twitter follower asked her on Twitter why she and her Riverdale co-stars all seem to have perfectly chiseled bodies. And don't you think TV shows like this aimed at teenagers are contributing to unrealistic body expectations and body image issues? A- Good question, Twitter follower, but why are you asking Lily Reinhardt? She's just an actress who wanted to get a role. Ask TV producers and executives and, you know, whoever makes these shows why they don't get people in normal sizes. Ask The Bachelor why there hasn't been one contestant that wasn't a size probably two to four, like – Probably. You know, I I said this before. I wish I wish there was like, imagine, you know, even seeing all the scenes that they're in bathing suits and everything like, of course, they have no problem getting fucking naked. Anyway, she said she's come to terms with her body. She's not the kind of person you would see walking on a runway during uh, fashion week. She says, she has bigger boobs and cellulite on her thighs and butt, and her stomach sticks out and doesn't curve in. It doesn't help when I'm being compared to other women, Lily said. I've gained weight due to depression the last two months, and I felt very insecure about it, but I did a recent bra underwear scene and felt it was my obligation to be strong and show confidence. And I want other young women to see my body on TV and feel comfort in the fact that I'm not a size zero. I'm not a perfect hourglass shape. So I really like the message, like you guys know, and a lot of you have uh, responded to this and also to her. You know, saying she's not allowed to have these feelings because she's probably skinny and probably maybe she's not a size zero, but she's probably (laughs) pretty small. But obviously she feels insecure about her body and the message she's trying to convey is a positive one and is important. Like, would we want to see it from a curvier girl? Maybe. But, you know that's how she feels and she's being honest and open about how she feels and I really really believe you can't take that away from someone all right you guys it's time to talk a little bit about the Oscars the 92nd Oscars I don't know why that sounds weird 90-second Oscars. This kind of, I think, brings us to the end of the award season. Thank God, like, for me and for the hours that each award takes up of your life. And also, my husband is almost going to, like, divorce me for saying, hey, so Sunday night, don't talk to me for three hours and also before because I need to stalk Instagram and celebrities to see their red carpet looks. So yeah, the 92nd Oscars again, no hosts, which is you know kind of a standing interesting fact. All the stars were there, minus Jen Aniston. There were some beautiful, beautiful dresses. Scarlett Johansson looked like a fucking queen. She is so beautiful. She is breathtaking. You know, for the past few years there were like some times where her hair was like a little not as beautiful obviously she always looks gorgeous but there were also not the best like dresses to award shows i'm like i'm getting a flashback of some like really old looking burgundy dress and she had like Brown short hair, and I was like, "Where is Garjo?" But she's so back. She's so blonde. She's so glowing. I feel like her relationship with that SNL dude, Colin, is just making her really happy. She's glowing. She's grinning. She's she's just like a beautiful goddess, and I loved her dress. I also loved Margot Robbie's dress. It was like this dark blue with this like jewel in the middle I didn't really love her uh dark red lip just because like I don't know I'm not a fan of like really blonde hair and like a dark red lip I just feel like it's too dramatic shockingly Leo brought his girlfriend of like a while a few years now Camilla Marone she's like she was born in 1997 After Titanic came out, like legit model gorgeous, he brought her though they didn't walk the carpet together, she was there with him. So, this is like a big deal for Leo. Timothy Chalamet looked kind of like he would say to you, Hey, ma'am, like, can I have your car keys to park it at the valet? Like, I don't know. I like to kind of you know, not go for your typical tucks or whatever, but kind of not, nor here nor there. I was bugging because I didn't know who Brad Pitt, who Brad's date was. Some people thought his mother, even though I was like, guys, literally, she's the same age as him. Like, what are you making him twenty years old? Like, she's obviously like in her fifties. He's in his fifties, so like, relax. Um, not his sister did a deep dive, so ended up being his manager. He won for Best Supporting Actor. It was so exciting for him, though he did win for 12 Years a Slave and he was a producer on it. Seeing him for acting was exciting. Although I haven't seen the movie. I should probably fucking see the movie. Oh my God, you guys know, like, all due respect to everyone, and, like, I'm sure being an actor isn't the only, you know, thing that goes into a movie. We know there's so many other moving parts, directors, producers, cinematographers, wardrobe, fucking hair, sound, uh, w- animation, everything. But I don't care about that part of the award. So can they split it up and be like, if you're interested in all the other awards, like, no, I only care about supporting roles, Lead roles and best fucking movie. So let's try to figure this out. Brie Larson looked amazing, but I put up on my Instagram that her, uh, one of her toes was like really abnormally long. Like, look it up, Google it. Like, I don't want to point out like a flaw, but like had to. Diane Keaton came on stage, obviously with her like cute little hat. And like, she's always in this like cute trench coat, get up with the belt but she came up with keanu reeves with from something's gotta give so freaking cute when kristen wig and maya rudolph came on stage even though kristen wig did win my worst dress because she looked like either a lobster or a lasagna or people told me like bloody pad but like i didn't really want to think of that her hair was beautiful she's hysterical she's gorgeous that dress combined with latex gloves that went up past her elbow were like a no-no. But let me tell you, they're a fucking bit. They belted it out into song and they're hilarious. And uh, I love them. Panned to Billie Eilish who didn't get it and was making this like weirded out face. And I was like, um what's going on but their bit was hysterical I don't know if you guys caught it but because the Oscars were on ABC there was a commercial for The Bachelor with Peter playing like fucking Patrick Swayze from Ghost and like doing like ceramics or whatever (laughs) like making a pot with like tons of hands coming up from behind him and then Whoopi Goldberg at the end you guys it was fucking sick like I don't even know I love Greta Gerwig. She directed Little Women. She's uh... Noah Baumbach's partner, and he's also, like, so talented. And he he did A Marriage Story, which I also have to watch. I haven't seen it. She did Lady Bird. She's so great. And every time they panned her, she was, like, crying. So happy for, you know, people that were winning. She's she's really, you could tell she's not only talented, she's a great person. Elizabeth Banks wore the same freaking dress she wore in 2004, you guys. 16 fucking years ago there were a lot of efforts for sustainability slash like are you cheap <laughs> but um she did it. Jane Fonda did it pretty sure Joaquin Phoenix did it recycling old dresses which is totally fine but like for the Oscars like for the Oscars Eminem Eminem came out singing Lose Yourself, which like reminded me that I fucking can rap the whole song amazingly, but also like, hey, Eminem, what's up? Like, what are you doing here? Like, I thought he would say something. I thought he'd go into like a whole like bit of his old songs, but just lose yourself on the stage, off the stage. That was it. That was it. Did you guys see Penelope Cruz? Because her face, like, legit is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I don't care if it's because she has money. I don't care because she she has Botox and fillers. It's amazing. Whoever did that, like, talk to me. Like, when I want them and need them, even though you guys are going to call me a hypocrite because I always diss people who get them, but then you're not understanding me. I don't like when Cassie gets more cheek fillers and, you know, has cheekbones like that Instagram filter. I'm down if, you know, you want to look amazing at any age. And I really also think that not all work is equal. Like we know what happened to poor Courtney Cox who fucked up her face and she admitted it. And, you know, Mindy Kaling even like, I don't know what lip for filler she got, but they're a little off. Whoever did anything to Penelope Cruz's face is a master of his profession again I don't know if she did anything but she looks like beyond amazing and she's like 45 Gal Gadot who is a fellow Israeli I went to see Wonder Woman not because I care about those types of movies because I support her as a woman as an Israeli I know her from obviously years ago because I'm Israeli 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 but what what she was wearing might have been like in honor of like Audrey Hepburn, like an ode to Audrey. But it was awful, like a lace kind of long top with jewel diamond necklace on top of it. And like this pink dress, it was just like too freaking much. Obviously, I was so... Nervous about the Oscars going past 11 because it's like three hours, but like then make it three hours. Like, please don't push it. What I did feel is even though there were a lot of beautiful ladies and dresses, there were a lot of prom looking dresses, like a lot of satin, a lot of prom which was like, what's happening? Like, must we? Joaquin won for Best Actor for Joker. I was so excited. I've, I saw Joker. I loved it. I think he's amazingly talented. He did kind of go in a ramble on speech about convincing everyone to go vegan. And it was late and I was tired and like, I'm here for the message, but like, can you just say thank you for getting best actor? And like, I know that might entice some polarizing feelings from people, those who are listening. It just, Ricky Gervais said it best when he hosted the Golden Globes, come up, fucking say thank you for the award and get the fuck off. Like we don't need your, you know, self-righteous shit. Remember he was like, you guys work with the worst companies in the world. Like you'd fucking work with like uh, Al Qaeda if you could make a movie with them. So no, do we know that? No, but I'm kind of sick of these multimillionaire, you know, award-winning actors, like your actors at the end of the day, like do your craft, thank the people you need to thank, be grateful for what you do and you don't need I feel like they have so much pressure on them to use their platform for like making a difference, which could be looked at great and beautiful, but it's a little tired. It's just a little tired. Then Renee Zellweger came up. She won for Judy, even though I haven't seen Judy either. I'm really slacking this year on the movies. You could tell by her performance and by the fact that she had to transform into Judy Garland that she deserves a win. But boy, she seemed a little wacky. She said boy a lot, so that's why I'm saying boy. Her southern accent from the Golden Globes disappeared, but yeah, she's a little off, but at least she just like thanked people, like lots of people. So it's like at least you're doing, you know, you're coming up here for what you were supposed to come up for. Anyway... That's like my big thing. Well, Charlize Theron also looked amazing in this like black, beautiful, kind of like a two-piece thing. Then there was the Vanity Fair party, which Kim Kardashian, Hailey Bieber, Kylie showed up for and Hailey Biebs looked amazing. Kim, I'm kind of like, I'm never really decided about her. I don't know. She always looks kind of the same to me. Kylie had a really like beautiful couture dress, but at the same time, like, it was this dress that was made for a really like for a person that doesn't have curves cuz the the dress has like this illusion of a curve and I'm just like no she didn't want like it's never enough for her. Weirdly, Black China was at the Oscars. Like what the hell? Like I don't get it. Like why are you at the Oscars? <laughs> Someone, please find out Scarlett Johansson's Vanity Fair party dress was also oh beautiful. I just feel like she can fucking do no wrong. Emeretta, which is so funny, there are certain celebrities and uh, people on Instagram that we call them by their handle on Instagram, like Sassy Baby, and Emmeretta is one of them. Um, Emily Radatowski. maybe that's why, because she has a hard last name. She freaking wore like a bandeau top with her abs all over your face. Like, must you? Must you? Lily Reinhart was there in this, like, beautiful floral dress that isn't my personal taste, but you couldn't, you know, kind of look away from it and not see that it was, like, kind of art. Uh, She does look really, really tiny. And, like I spoke about, like, she's really likes to you know, share her feelings on the industry and that, you know, everyone's skinny and she's not. And it's like, I really don't want to judge because, like, those are your feelings, but you're thin. Uh, Sorry. Martha Stewart, who's fucking 78 years old, wore a shorter dress than, like, I could ever wear. Like, she has better legs than me, like, hands down. Like, I can't even deal. She literally looks amazing so again uh kylie chloe courtney courtney looked bomb there aren't really photos of her up but you could tell from the stories that i love the way she looks chloe even though i posted about two days ago from malika's baby shower that she had like this kind of brown hair it's now platinum blonde chin length and in the videos she just looks like mutated like I don't know what's happening Chloe like we love you you're the heart of the family I don't know why you're transforming into like Aubrey O'Day Jane Fonda was also there like I said recycled an old dress she's 83 you guys like Kenneth Delith okay Joan Smalls the model showed up with like Lil Kim nipple pasties I really don't know what to say about that. Like, it's a no for me, dog. Anyway, you guys, I enjoyed the Oscars. I love, you know, sitting in my fucking sweatpants and critiquing fashion as if I have, you know, any superior knowledge, which I don't. I just love expressing my opinions. Oh, my God. You know what's funny? I put up this photo of Florence Pooh. Oh, my God. Is that how you say her last name? Which is kind of funny. Uh, She was wearing this, like, turquoise, like, cute, strapless, kind of bouncy dress. And I was like, I love that she dresses her age. And then I get a message that's like, ageism in Hollywood is a thing. What does that even mean? Oh, my God. Like, I cannot. Like, can not. Do you not know what dressing your age means? It means that young girls who you know, should be dressing playful, colorful, fun, bouncy, things you can't maybe pull off when you're older, like, I don't wear the same shit I wore when I was 17. You know, I had black tips in my hair. I wore weird ass shit. You grow up, fashion changes. You become a little bit, you know, you kind of dress different. Maybe more blacks, maybe more more of a classy look. I like seeing young people look like young people. And I also love seeing older people look amazing. That's all I fucking do. Mostly, I make fun of young people. So how am I an ageist? She also spelled ageism wrong, which I usually don't care about grammar. and But it's just like you can get like a thousand million messages of people being, you know, feeling the way you feel and agreeing with you. And then you get one message that's so dumb. And that's just the one I want to share. But love doing God's work for you guys love you thank you for tuning in to this week's episode thank you for you know being on this journey with me it's almost a year that the podcast is out i'm loving it i I really i posted on my instagram couldn't see you know my my instagram kind of transformed into this next step with the podcast and i couldn't see it any other way um it really completes everything So if you listen to the podcast, make sure you follow on Instagram and obviously vice versa. Please, please, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Just click on five stars. And if you have time to write a review, please write a review as well. That's the way, aside from listening, that you support the podcast and show your love thank you to the podglomerate for doing everything for the show making the show what it is being my other half to this project and uh, i will see you guys next to the podglomerate a sonic universe